When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Guardians are back. We were always searching for a family. Until we found each other. And so are the Yellow Jackets. We hear the wilderness and it hears us. It sent them here. To show me. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, May 5th to Sunday, May 7th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. When Kelly Severide needs backup, he can always call Matt Casey. A source confirms to EW that Chicago Fire vet Jesse Spencer will once again make a guest appearance on the show for the upcoming Season 11 finale. Taylor Kenny, however, will not be back for the hour. The actor has been on a leave of absence from the long-running drama to deal with a personal matter, which was originally announced in January. Although some fans were holding out hope they would see him again before the season ends, it seems Severide won't be returning to the firehouse or his wife in the near future. The season 11 finale of Chicago Fire will air Wednesday, May 24th on NBC. Drew Barrymore is dropping out as host of this weekend's MTV Movie and TV Awards in a show of solidarity with the WGA strike. In a statement, the actress and talk show host said, quote, I have listened to the writers, and in order to truly respect them, I will pivot from hosting the MTV Movie and TV Awards live in solidarity with the strike. Everything we celebrate and honor about movies and television is born out of their creation, and until a solution is reached, I am choosing to wait but I'll be watching from home and hope you will join me. The May 7th show, airing at 8 p.m. on MTV, is still expected to go on sans host. Saturday Night Live fans will have to wait a little longer for Jennifer Coolidge to host the show. The White Lotus actress was set to host the season 48 finale this month before the show shut down in the wake of the writer's strike. Coolidge would have been joined by musical guest Foo Fighters. Meanwhile, Succession star Kieran Culkin was also booked to host the penultimate episode on May 13th with musical guest Labyrinth. NBC did not immediately respond to our request for comment. Fox has revealed the cast of celebs who will compete on its new unscripted series, Stars on Mars, where they'll compete to colonize Mars first. They'll receive their assignments from none other than William Shatner, serving as Mission Control, and each week will vote to send one of their teammates back to Earth, quote-unquote, until one remains as the brightest star in the galaxy. Here's the full lineup. Disgraced cycling champion Lance Armstrong, actor Natasha Legero, Super Bowl champion Marshawn Lynch, Superbad star Christopher Mintz Plass, Olympic figure skater Adam Rapon, wrestler and UFC fighter Ronda Rousey, Vanderpump Rules star Tom Schwartz, football player Richard Sherman, singer-songwriter Tanash, Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams, actress Tallulah Willis, and former Modern Family star Ariel Winter. Stars on Mars is set to premiere June 5th on Fox. A jury has ruled that Ed Sheeran did not steal components of Marvin Gaye's classic Let's Get It On when he wrote his 2014 hit, Thinking Out Loud. 
The verdict came in a Manhattan court Thursday after a two-week copyright infringement trial between the English singer-songwriter and the estate of the late Ed Townsend, who co-wrote the 1973 track with Gay. And Gwyneth Paltrow is looking back at the disorienting feeling of earning an Academy Award in 1999 for Best Actress for her leading role as Viola de Lesseps in Shakespeare in Love. Here she is with host Alex Cooper on the latest episode of the Call Her Daddy podcast. How did winning an Oscar at such a young age impact the way that you viewed and felt about your career? Well, I guess I should start by saying like I was so driven, like I was working so hard and I didn't know exactly what I was working towards. I just wanted to be successful and to be well regarded. And I, you know, was kind of on this really fast track and it all kind of happened so quickly, which is what I think you're alluding to. And then for somebody like me who, you know, I think I was working through a lot of the harder parts of my growing up through achieving success. And once I won the Oscar, it put me into a little bit of an identity crisis because if you win the biggest prize, like what are you supposed to do and where are you supposed to go? I also, it was hard, like the amount of attention that you receive on a night like that in the weeks following is so disorienting and 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 frankly really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this is this is crazy. Like, I don't know if I can. I don't know what to do. I don't know which way is is up. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was a lot. And then I also, you know, not that I would give it back or anything. Like it was an amazing experience, yeah. but um, it kind of called a lot of things into question for me. And then I think because I hadn't done a lot of healing work yet, I was like, well, now I need to, you know, what am I going to do? Where am I going to, how am I going to continue to achieve? Well, Paltrow said the press was horrible to her after her win and her tearful speech where she thanked her parents. But what they didn't know was that her father had fallen ill with cancer. He died a few years later. During the expansive interview, Paltrow also chatted about her famous exes, Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck, describing the latter as, quote, technically excellent at sex, as well as her conscious uncoupling from Coldplay frontman Chris Martin, her lifestyle empire Goop, and Nepo Babies. You can listen to the full episode at EW.com, which is where you can get more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. You ought to know we're thinking out loud for our number five pick this weekend, the new episode of American Idol. Judges Katy Perry and Lionel Richie will be across the pond performing at the coronation of King Charles III, so they'll be unable to complete their judging duties. Not to worry, though, two very qualified people will be keeping their seats warm. Have a listen. We're going to have people in your seats. You want to find out who it's going to be? Hi, it's Alanis Morissette here. I am so excited to be mentoring you, um, hearing your interpretations of my songs. I can't wait to hear them. And surprise, I'm going to be guest uh, judging with Luke as well. So I can't wait to see you next week. Iconic Alanis Morissette will pull double duty as mentor and guest judge. Plus, she'll also perform. But who else will be joining Alanis and Luke at the table? Do you know, honestly, I'm getting shivers. Oh my God. Take a look. 
Hey Ryan, uh, thank you so much and hello to all the idols. I can't wait to guide you through the stage of the competition and career. And yeah, this is the first time that I've done this on American Idol. I can't wait to take the iconic American Idol stage. And yeah, mostly I'm just looking forward to meeting all of you and talking through uh, life and music. Well, they are going to be busy judging, performing, Ed with a brand new single off his upcoming album, Subtract, Alanis with one of her hits, and she's also mentoring. A lot going on. It's going to be a great episode, and it all gets underway Sunday night at 8 on ABC. From Georgia Peaches to Martha's Vineyard Beaches, our number four pick is a two-for-one network, Bravo's season premiere of The Real Housewives of Atlanta and the series debut of Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Now, first, on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, the ladies are partying it up at Ross's 40th birthday party, and Cherie takes the opportunity to introduce the girls to her new boyfriend, Martel. But the girls have some choice words and hard truths for him and Cherie. Here's a sneak peek. Welcome to Ross's 40th Bash. Stop bouncing in my face. You just bounced up at me. Because you said you were feeling a certain kind of way, which you told me. You clout chase. No, uh, all right. You know what? I'm about to headbutt this bitch. Where's your wife? We got a family emergency. Oh, wow. It just happened, right? This official now? Martel and I, we're officially dating. Me and Candy heard that he was also dating someone in Atlanta. He tried to DM me. So he tried to DM you. Oh, your boss trying to Oh, no, 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 no. You did it to your ex-wife and you're going to do it to Charette. What's a cheater? Always a cheater, you piece of All right. Well, then right after that, catch the new series, Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. For years, Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts has been a destination for black vacationers. Now, a group of successful friends are flocking to the beachside town to wine, dine, and see who's fine. They're ready to relax, unwind, and have some fun in the sun. If you don't know, Black Excellence is Martha's Vineyard, and Martha's Vineyard is Black Excellence. This season on Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Hit that frame. Let me see you do your thing. Cheers to life from the vineyard. This is what the ancestors wanted. Jump in the pool with your clothes on. She don't know how much my shoes cost. This is our first summer with our friends since getting married. We gonna turn what? I want to dance. I want to twerk. I want to drop it like a hot. I want to have a drink. I want to have a shot. Words to repeat. Get up! Hello! My bitch has arrived! I am ready to turn up and get lit. Martha definitely appreciated the butters. Shea butter, cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. You know what I mean? Can you mash my tates? I sure can. Amir is sexy. Body is built to the gods. Do you get the dick? Do you not get the dick? Is Milo paying rent? Milo's rent free. I'm tripping, tripping. I'm tripping, Milo pooped downstairs. What? House meeting. <laughs> it's been a lot getting to know you guys, but I've been loving every moment of it. Well, it is summertime and we're feeling the heat. Watch the season premiere of Real Housewives of Atlanta at 8 and Summer House Martha's Vineyard at 9, Sunday night on Bravo. 
Bo Murchoff stars as Cash McMurray on the Hallmark series Ride, which airs Sundays at 9 o'clock. The show is a neo-Western drama series that follows the story of a rodeo dynasty whose Colorado ranch is in jeopardy. Well, when he's not roping and riding, we wondered, Bo Murchoff, what you watching? Hello, I am Bo Murchoff from Hallmark's Ride, and I am watching, first and foremost, Better Call Saul, season six. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I uh, don't know why it's taken me so many months to watch this season, because um, it's maybe the best thing on TV. It's so compelling and dramatic and stylistically cool. The characters are so complicated, and... Um, I look, I look like I, during the day I'm thinking about, okay, I got to make it till 7 PM so I can watch Saul. And then the way it ended was just beautiful, perfect, perfect ending to a perfect show. Um, and then I'm also watching survivor. Oh yeah. Survivor. I don't know what season it is. It's the one with the brains, the beauty and the brawn. (laughs) And it's, it sounds silly, but I love watching those. Um, I love watching the uh, what do you call it when they're you know the when they're trying to win immunity and all of those fun little physical games they do um, and the intrigue and the backstabbing and the all that stuff is pretty hilarious. Um, I also think I would do quite well on Survivor, and um, I like half the time I'm just thinking about like what I would do, which is just hilarious and silly. Um, and uh, what else? I've also we've been watching Love is Blind, which is just <laughs> I like I can watch like four or five episodes and then I just I just can't do it. But however, it's like I have to keep watching it. I know it's horrible for me and I don't know why I'm watching it yet. I want to see how it ends. Um, those are the three things that I am watching currently. Number three. We're going deep. For our next pick, the new Apple TV Plus series Silo takes place in a dystopian future where society lives in a silo deep underground. Now, they're shown images and videos of the outside world, which looks desolate and bleak, but the residents start to question authority when people start going missing. The strict rules put in place for everyone living hundreds of stories below the ground are starting to fall apart, and Rebecca Ferguson's Juliet begins investigating the unknown reason why they're all trapped there together. Here's the trailer. What if what we see is not what's out there? We do not know why we are here. We do not know who built the silo and why we are underground. We only know the world outside our sanctuary is death. If you boil the pact down to one rule, it's do not say you want to go outside. Or you will go outside. Don't you ever think about the world beyond the silo? What if what we see is not what's out there? Down in mechanical, there's always someone who has a theory about the silo. I need to find out the truth. 
that might have hold the answers to a lot of questions. You have to stay quiet. And keep your head down. Are you willing to give everything you have for this? The clock is running. There isn't much time left. This is a threat to order in the silo. I don't care about order. What about finding out the truth? Some mysteries, they're best left unsolved. Secrets will be revealed, and lies will have consequences. You can watch the series debut of Silo on Apple TV+. The first two episodes are streaming now. Trivia. It's trivia time. We're out of this world excited for the new Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. More on that in just a few. But can you imagine anyone else besides Chris Pratt playing Star-Lord? Well, if Marvel has taught us anything, it's that in another universe, maybe it could have been someone else. There actually were tons of other actors lined up to possibly play Star-Lord, including which of the following? John Krasinski, Aaron Paul, or Glenn Howerton? Stick around for that answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We made a trip back to Arrakis this week with the release of the trailer for Dune Part 2. Now, the movie won't be released until November, but the new trailer gives glimpses of Austin Butler and Florence Pugh's new characters, as well as the budding relationship between Timothy Chalamet's Paul and Zendaya's Chani. It is our soundbite of the week. It's breathtaking. When you see sand here, imagine water. If you dive in, you can't reach the bottom. You dive in? Yes, it's called swimming. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you. In the shadows of Arrakis lie many secrets. But the darkest of them all may remain. The end of House Atreides. There's no return for the Yellow Jackets. The Showtime drama is back after taking last week off, and in the new episode, we'll be catching up with the Yellow Jackets back in the woods right where we left off with Shauna going into labor. The girls attempt to help her through it, but things, uh, they get gruesome. Then, in the present day, Shauna is brought in for questioning in regards to her ex-lover, 
who she secretly killed. And after Misty infiltrates Lottie's Purple People cult, the rest of the Yellow Jackets show up to help save Natalie. Here's a sneak peek. What's happening? Looks like we have visitors. <gasps> Natalie. Keep your eyes peeled for the black and white Nikes. Who came? Van? I, wait, whoa. Are you guys back together? No, no, no. Van's not even staying. She's just dropping me off, right, Van? Van? couldn't see there is at the end of the clip, Van locks eyes with Lottie reuniting after so many years and realizing the powerful spiritual connection they once had might still be there. See if it is when the new episode of Yellow Jackets airs Sunday night at nine on Showtime. All right, folks, get ready to rock for this weekend's number one pick, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, Star-Lord is grieving the loss of Gamora until she returns from the dead, now sans any memories of their love story or her adventures with the Guardians. And we'll learn Rocket's backstory, which comes into play when the Guardians meet the evil High Evolutionary, who seeks to genetically modify animals and children to create his perfect idea of society. But it's now up to the Guardians to save the galaxy once again. I'm going to tell you something. I'm Star-Lord. I formed the Guardians. Met a girl. Fell in love. That girl died. But then she came back. Came back a total dick. Oh, please. He left out some important information, but... That is the gist of it. My sacred mission is to create the perfect society. He didn't want to make things perfect. He just hated things the way they are. you all to know that I am grateful to fight beside my friends. Incinerate them. <laughs> we were always searching for a family until we found each other. Are you ready for one last ride?
France. Sky. that you were in love with? It sounds more like her. Her? That's ridiculous. Do not bring me into this. <gasps> Knock it off! What? Just never noticed how black your eyes were. They were replaced by my father as a method of torture. He, he picked a pretty set. Now, you can expect to rock out to the golden soundtrack that features Beastie Boys, Space Hog, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. But also come prepared with tissues. This one's gonna get a bit emotional. You can watch the epic conclusion of the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy with Volume 3 in theaters now. Finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Before Chris Pratt was cast, which of the following actors was on the list to possibly play Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy? John Krasinski, Aaron Paul, or Glenn Howerton? Well, it's actually all of them. There is a list of some 20 actors who were vying for the role, but it seems like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia actor Glenn Howerton might have been first in line behind Pratt. As director James Gunn has said, quote, There was a good chance that if I didn't cast Chris, that I would have cast Glenn Howerton in the role. Well, that is it for our show this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW Staff, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and edited and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.